Hello and welcome to Rewrite Your Story for God's Glory Recap and Reflection with Chandra and Sarah. I'm Chandra. And I'm Sarah. And we're delighted to have you join us. Our Reflect and Reflection are short episodes where we recap previous topics we discussed or reflect on topics or thoughts in our hearts. It's February 2024 as we're recording. And Sarah, today you you recommended we reflect on Black History Month. What made you think about reflecting on this topic? Yeah, so like you said, it's February and it's it's the 10th today. So we're a week and a half into the month. And as Black History Month is going along, I've seen you know different advertisements on TV or supporting Black History Month and it's on different billboards and just kind of not super in your face or super loud, but it's there. And as I think about it and reflect on it personally, I'm like, man, I would love to know more about Black history and not textbook Black history that we're all taught in school because I personally feel that there, there's a lot missing from that. And I'm like, well, what better resource to go to than Chandra? Like, I have, I can talk to you about your perspective as a Black woman about Black history. I, I don't have that. I don't have that personal experience. I grew up in a very um, non-diverse area, so I, it's not even something I grew up around or learning about or speaking about. And I know I'm not the only person out there. So as someone that I love and trust, I just really wanted to hear your perspective and get some more knowledge about Black history and and a personal point of view from you. Well, wow, look, I'm getting teary-eyed, Sarah, listening to you. Oh my goodness, I wasn't expecting this to impact me like this. But I was so humbled when you recommended it and really wanted to hear your heart because as you said, like, right, I'm a black woman, you're a white woman, and I love us doing this together, right, where we get to have these conversations in a safe space. And when you mentioned it, so you sent me a text and said, hey, here's a great recap and reflection Mm -hmm. for us that I would love to just hear your thoughts. I really started doing some deep reflection about Mm -hmm. it. And at 59 years old, the thing that first came to mind was as an adult, I don't, I, I seek to learn about black history every month, mm-hmm. every year, right? I want to learn something new. And there's so many more platforms mm-hmm. or conversations around it. But then I I had to ask myself the question, like, why isn't some this something that I would have asked or would have thought oh, about? Sure. And then I realized that growing up, especially coming out of schooling, school, high school into my adult life, it just, it feels like there's always been this pushback from our culture about black history. Like Mm -hmm. you said, nobody really, I shouldn't say no one. There There is a large population that doesn't want to talk about black history, that doesn't want to highlight the truth about our history and and what we can learn. And I'll tell you one of the things that Alex, our social media person, for those who are listening, don't know who Alex is, she really opened my eyes last year to even expand to other ethnicities, right? Mm -hmm, right. And it's 
Hispanic American month or Asian American because I had been so black history, white history, right? Like that's most people are and where they land. And so thank you for asking the question and allowing us to reflect on it as we think through it. Uh, I didn't grow up in a family where, or even a community where there was a lot of focus on black history. Mm -hmm. Like you, it wasn't taught. Like my mom, not because she didn't want to, I don't think she knew a lot to even figure out what do you share with your children? What do you share with your family? How do you share it? And I remember when I began pursuing my engineering career that during that season, I think I became intrigued with different things Black people had made. Mm -hmm. Now, when they, like, I'll use, for example, the traffic light was developed by a Black person. The ironing board was developed by a Black person. And that intrigued me as an engineer, but I also learned, unfortunately, they weren't able to get patents for that. Right. So... When I look at today, I think that there is much more opportunity. Now, it's probably still hard, but there's much more opportunity for Black people to get patents. But I think mm -hmm. that there are many things that we experience. Uh, I recently saw where a woman created the GPS system, mm -hmm. a Black woman, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yeah. what? Like, you're yeah. again. Right. Like you said, you see things on more on billboards now. You see them on Facebook or Instagram where people mm -hmm. are sharing stories of black people. Uh, I can't even think right now the man who developed the peanut that's mm -hmm. black. We think of all the uses for peanuts. Right. Uh, and how, again, it impacts your life. And I think that when we can know together right what we each bring mm -hmm. then we can do so much more as a culture that yeah. there is this richness when you're like the two of us on here right, I'll use that, right? <laughs> yeah. your mind my mind your ideas my ideas your experience my experience and how do we make that richer so every year i try to share something new and i want to share something i learned today Okay. Around Black history. Actually, there were two things. One, I want to go in detail, a little more detail. But one that I learned today is that the sanitary napkin that women use for their period was developed mm -hmm. by Black women. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Again, like, yeah. I, I now follow different companies or people. Mm -hmm. Like one lady, her IG is all black history that we all should know. That's the, that's what she does every week. It's hey, and she's so nice. Like she's mm -hmm. like, it's just so affirming. Just She's like black history, we should all know. Like it's not like a judgment or a condemnation. It's, hey, let's celebrate this, right? Mm -hmm. But then on this other one, I learned about um, the sanitary napkin, but the one that really caught my eye this morning which i think is why when you suggested this is butter pecan ice cream mm. and i love butter pecan ice cream and if you're ever getting ice cream for me <laughs> i want a scoop of butter pecan and a scoop of chocolate okay i knew nothing about <laughs> what i'm about to share but i go to baskin robbins just went last week and i get a scoop of butter pecan and a scoop of chocolate in a cup together 
And there is something about mixing those two flavors with those pecans that just mm -hmm. do it for me, okay? So here's a little Black History Month information that I'll share. During slavery and Jim Crow times, Blacks were not allowed to eat vanilla ice cream, except on the 4th of July. What? Big Sarah, I, I was like you, okay? Because <laughs> vanilla ice cream was seen as pure and for white people only. Oh my goodness. It wasn't a law, but it was known as a status quo, especially during Jim Crow times. Black people were allowed to eat chocolate ice cream, even though the person who created vanilla ice cream was a black enslaved man named Edmund. Okay. Then another man comes along and he develops the process for ice cream. We still use today, mm -hmm. salt, removing eggs, adding new flavors and cream, a black man, hmm. but they weren't able to eat it. Oh my goodness. Created. Well then, in the 19, in the 1800s, a black man named Antoine began cultivating pecans. Mm. So being unable to access vanilla ice cream all the time, when black people were able to access it, they added pecans to it, creating flavor, thus creating bubbly pecan ice cream. Oh my goodness. Can you believe that? No. Look, and so when I saw they could only eat chocolate and then they created butter pecan, there's my combination. Yeah, that's but why. think about how shallow the thinking is, right? That right. we even take race into ice cream. Right. And that's so unfortunate. Like that's mm -hmm. so unfortunate that we eat it right we have access to so much now but i i sent it to a friend and she's like oh my goodness i can't believe this mm -hmm. and i said no i know i said and to think all the things the impact we've made that people enjoy but they don't get to we don't get to celebrate the history of it right so you had some wows through that what was what 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 got you in it sarah it just seems so like it sounds so ridiculous now you know and it's like did everyone think that that like was it so normal and so accepted that it's it just was yeah. or were there some people you know i just think back to the people living then white or black or whoever yeah, yeah. like did that just make sense to everyone because that's what had been done and it's always been this way and that's just what we do or were there, I have to think there were some people that were just like, you have got to be kidding me. What are we doing? Why is this acceptable? I, I would hope, because it just sounds, like I said, it just sounds absurd. And then it makes me wonder, what do we do today? <laughs> that, you know, 100, 200 years from now, people are gonna have the same reaction. And it really makes me think, you know, like, oh man, am I doing something you know, racist or along those lines that I just don't think of because it's what we've always done. Mm -hmm. Which is another reason I think it's so important to discuss black history because how do you learn from mistakes we've made in the past without even addressing or acknowledging it? Yeah. No matter how far we've come, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. And I think in that, Sarah, there's room for improvement for both of us. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what the conversation is, you know, there's room for improvement for black people, mm. just that there's room for improvement for white people. 
And I feel like that many times media pits us against each other so much that we end up each wanting to play our card. Right. This that we each have an opportunity to grow mm-hmm. and to be light and life. I, I look at this and think about, you know, I always go to the scripture in Revelation that talks about every tribe, nation, and tongue. Yes. That for me is the scripture that keeps me wanting to build bridges and bring these conversations to light. Like you said, like what could we be doing today that 200 years from now, mm-hmm. our kids or grandkids will look at and like, what were they thinking? Right. How in the world would they even put such a divide, right? Because we're watching in some ways our nation go backwards because right. we don't want to really talk about our history and the assumption is if we talk about it, it's like it's going to create whatever the belief is. Right. But right. We're already there. Like what? Mm-hmm. We need to know the truth. We can't keep hiding the truth and not it propel us to a better place. Like, mm-hmm. right. That's what Jesus is truth. And when I think about truth. I think about freedom and liberation, especially for us as believers that we could receive if we knew the truth and not repeat it. Right. And that's my thing is I don't want to repeat that. Like, I don't want us to look again 200 years and we're repeating what happened 400 years ago because they didn't know and they ended up not repeating it, not knowing. So they repeated it because there was no change. Right. And nobody would talk about it. We didn't want to talk about it. We didn't want to talk about it. So yeah. So I, I, you, you had me thinking. Like I'm still thinking <laughs> and reflecting. But I think it's a great conversation, and it's in the simplicity and the sweetness of ice cream, right? Yeah. Um, there's this conversation, right, of race that before today I didn't know, mm-hmm. and I think that. If, if I were to, you know, think of a takeaway or, you know, how do we then pivot? What can we learn from this is I would encourage whoever's listening to research. Mm-hmm. It's Black History Month. Like you said, it's the 10th of the month. This is leap year. We've got another 19 days mm-hmm. to learn something new this month about Black history, about your community when it comes to Black history. I'm not far from a library that is named after a black attorney whose house was burned down oh, wow. uh, because of him activate, uh, uh, being an activist for rights. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't know that until two years, a year ago when my son was running for judge. Mm-hmm. And him studying just the history of attorneys and him being one, right? And here I had gone to that library all the time. But right. ne- and knew the man, but didn't know the story. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, I was just eating ice cream last week, my butter yeah. pecan and chocolate, <laughs> but didn't know the history. Right. And then today, here we are talking about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. That's really neat. Yeah. Well, thank you for asking. It was a good, perfect for a recap and reflection. So. <laughs> Thank you all for just tuning in um, to rewrite your story. I'm going to let Sarah close us out and uh, we hope you'll tune in to the next episode. 
Yes, we hope you enjoyed our first iteration of a recap and reflection episode, a shorter um, episode from our usual. We hope you learned about us and were encouraged by our stories. Please email topics or questions to strengthforsisters at gmail.com. Again, that's strength, the number four, sisters at gmail.com. Subscribe and tune in next week. Bye. Bye.